Hello and welcome to the Aesthetic Vibes podcast. I am your host, Amy. This is the podcast where I talk about anything and everything that's on my mind, ranging from deep and meaningful all the way through to random shit. You're here now, so why don't we hang out? Hello and welcome to the Aesthetic Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Amy. Um, I'm bringing you a new episode today. I'm hoping I don't have too much background noise. There are a lot of trucks that drive up my street, so I'm hoping that there's not too much of that. I wanted to talk today about a topic I absolutely despise talking about. However, I wanted to more broadly take that topic from something I despise and really bring out some of my individual thoughts, beliefs, values when it comes to talking about these terrible topics. The terrible topic I want to talk about today is politics. There are no two views that are the same and I feel as humans we're entitled to have an opinion. I have a big however there. So let's dive into that and talk more about the terrible topic of politics. Let's go. I'm going to talk about the recent political landscape in Australia. I... I'm not going to go into some of the details, but I do need to paint a bit of a picture for you to get the context um, that I'm about to share. So we recently had a referendum vote that we had to do. I think it was last weekend. Uh, There was like uh, maybe a two-week period or something. Anyway, when we talk about referendums, we're talking about a proposed change at a state or commonwealth level to the Australian constitution. The referendum is held basically to get an opinion from the public on how they feel on this particular topic. And it's a simple question when you go in to vote on a referendum. It's as simple as a yes or a no. That's it. (laughs) You enter yes into the box. You enter the no. You wrap your little um, piece of paper up. You pop it in the the vote bin thing, the ballot box, whatever you call it, and then you leave. It's a very quick process. It's also a consensus process, right? So referendums are very, very difficult to pass, more specifically in Australia. There have been roughly 44 proposed referendums with only eight that have stood up and and been approved. And this is from 1901 to today. There was another referendum about um, becoming a republic, recent enough in the political landscape. But the one we're talking about today was to um, put to voters whether we need to alter the constitution to recognize the first peoples of Australia by establishing an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice in parliament. So the parliament agreed to propose this new chapter is what they were calling it. And it was recognition of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples within the constitution. So it would be a new section 129 and it would have been as follows. 
So, Section 129, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice in recognition of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of Australia, there shall be a body to be called the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice. The Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice may make representations to the Parliament and the and the executive government of the Commonwealth on matters relating to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. The Parliament shall, subject to this constitution, have power to make laws with respect to matters relating to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice, including its composition, functions, powers and procedures. Seems uh, simple enough, yet it was not. There was a 60% no vote placed all around Australia. It totaled 60% saying no. Um, I'm not going to share my personal vote because it's completely irrelevant. I don't really like sharing votes for anything when it comes to political matters. I find that people have their own opinions and they're entitled to them. On the same token, I let you have that entitlement as long as you don't push it down my throat. I don't want to engage with you in a political debate because it's not a fun topic. It ends up in arguments and frustration. There are lots of people who think political discussions are intellectual. I do not. I don't believe it is. And I don't believe they are. I believe it is just unnecessary conversation. It doesn't mean that, you know, it's not a topic that I um, won't share with like the people closest to me. But outside of that, it's just not a topic that I like talking about for many reasons that I've, I've noted. And I've brought this up on my podcast before. Um, I think what the problem was with this particular um, referendum was misleading information. There was a lot of unclear information in the public uh, made via different avenues and maybe there was a lack of understanding on both sides of the argument since this resounding no there have been people criticizing the intelligence of people who opposed the referendum so um we had a news presenter i think you'd call him or something like anyway he was looking at the proportion of votes in different parts of Sydney and he made a comment like um, there, there were a lot of no's in western Sydney so like further out from where I live and um, he said something like oh the reason why that area was such a strong no because I had more no's than other parts of Sydney is because they're all um, stupid basically they don't have tertiary education so they're dumb and he made this comment on live television uh, not of those exact words but basically yeah they're stupid that's why they said no he said um people that had tertiary education uh on average voted yes because they knew what they needed to know and then the rest were just stupid and voted no it's not an appropriate opinion i understand people are passionate about this but criticizing someone's intelligence is not a way to get your point across I kind of won't even engage in that further. I don't like kind of mentioning people that are saying and doing dumb shit because, like, what's the point? I don't want to give it any more attention. But something worth noting, you know, you never criticize someone's intelligence. Uh, I think um, 
everybody is entitled to an opinion, whether that's researched or not. Let me just touch on that a little bit. So if you have an opinion, I think you need something that supports your opinion. And this comes from my academic background, right? An opinion is never just warranted. It needs to be substantiated by somebody else in the space who's an expert. That's that's the academic stance to opinions. Uh, the, the fear, however, that I do have is people being what they're labeling as educated via forms of media including social media. So I was chatting with one of my classes, I think it was last week, and I was talking about gathering data and information in business research. And I was talking to them about how social media has given everybody a voice, and and I think that's fantastic. However, what it's also done is allowed people the platform to spread misinformation or poorly researched information and you have to be very careful with social media and how much you buy into what you're seeing and I don't think a lot of the uh, younger generation are considering that. I even know people now who buy into all of this information that people are sharing and I think with social media you have to take it as a grain of salt. There is stuff that people talk about and it's not real. It's not true. It doesn't like that. People lie. People exaggerate. So, you know, and social media is a fine place to do that because who's going to hold you accountable? Your comment section where people are arguing, like, come on. It's just, it's not ideal that you gather your information from social media. In saying that, other forms of media are just as questionable. There is, you know, the online news, what I don't even know what you call them, websites, whatever. Where do they get their information from? Some of it is garnered from social media and people, you know, you log on to news.com.au and all you see is shit about social media, people doing things on social media or stating weird things on social media. The point is... Um, you can't really trust anything that you read on the internet, nor can you trust anything that you really find through through media unless it's substantiated by quantitative or qualitative data. That sounds foul because that is my academic background speaking. I truly do believe, though, to have an opinion, you know, you need to know something about it. I think about, and I don't know if I've shared this before, but um, my dog has a social media and uh, not this summer, last summer, we had some really hot days, but we try to get my dog out. So for those who don't know, my dog is a Britney Spaniel. He and his breed are psychotic. They have so much energy and they're just crazy and they will just kick off at all hours of the day and night and you can't you know you get a puppy and a lot of the times they sleep and they cuddle you ours is feral like he's legitimately feral and he's so rough as well um like dogs are you know can be rough this guy is rough and he'll just literally launch himself at you not the point he has social media so we take him out we try to take him out every day just for the fact that it if you leave him inside without exercise he will go feral all through the night so we took him out and it was a particularly warm day i think we might have just gone for a walk the three of us my husband myself and the dog anyway 
it was warm. We got home. We filled up his water bowl, got a big thing of fresh water. He likes cold, fresh water. And then we were like, oh, it's really hot. So my, uh, my husband popped a couple of ice cubes in there for him. And he was drinking the water and, like, flicking the ice cubes around and having, like, the best time ever. And my husband recorded a video of that in slow-mo. And then he uploaded that to his Instagram account. And we put music behind it, whatever. And all these people were liking it. And then we got this comment from some random person that said, uh, uh, you do know that what you're doing is very dangerous to your dog. And we were like, what? And they, they said something like, oh, you know, if you put a warm glass into a cold freezer, it's going to um, shatter or erupt. And that's what you're doing to your dog's organs by giving him cold water after a walk I was very confused because A I didn't ask for the unsolicited comment thank you very much and then when I did make comment on it I did it from my own account and the person blew up at me and had a dig at me so I ended up deleting their comment and simply just blocking them from my dog's account but where does that come from is that scientifically proven that that's what's happening because I'll give you the hot tip if I've just gone for a run and it's hot I'm not going to come back and drink warm water. I go straight to the fridge. I am okay. I am functioning. I have not died from doing so. I don't know anyone that's died from doing exactly that. Did you need to share that opinion? No, you didn't. Absolutely not. But you did, didn't you? <laughs> did I appreciate it? No. Do I use it as a prime example in class when I'm talking about idiotic comments? Absolutely. So thank you for giving me content. However, what gives this person the right to make said comments? And how are they substantiated? I think holistically using social media as your outlet for news is not ideal. Anyone can post anything. And I've seen that with these um, news channels and even channels pages these news pages where people get on and they're talking about you know this celebrity and that celebrity have separated and you know all the rest of it and you read all this stuff and most of the time none of it's true and you're there going well but they get views right so using social media as your main outlet for news related content not ideal sometimes it's great it adds additional context but I definitely don't recommend social media as a form of education or educational information being received and processed. Um, I think we know now well enough that politics uh, is a very divided topic. It is very unclear at times. It causes things like, you know, war and devastation and lots of other things that the world doesn't need and it's a subjective topic it is subjective to you your thoughts your beliefs your values and where do they come from they come from the things that you were taught when you were younger where does that come from your mother father and family's values and beliefs where does that come from when they were a child you get what i'm saying right so these things are ingrained they're passed through time and your history will dictate 
how you see things in the future. I think about how different people have different values and beliefs, which is absolutely the case. That is not to say that one is right or wrong. I mean, we we think about right and wrong from a, a like an ethical standpoint, and there's things that are wrong, i.e., you know, hurting people, stealing, whatever it might be. But um, your beliefs are not necessarily wrong because you believe them. They, they might just be different to mine, or maybe you view something differently. Um, you know, if there's malicious intent, then hey, like we've got a deeper problem. But at the end of the day, just because somebody has a belief that we don't hold doesn't mean that they're stupid or uneducated same sort of thing or unresearched or whatever it might be people can have opinions you don't have to engage with it right if it's a discussion you don't want to have you can leave that discussion and I have done so many a times before when does topics come up that really don't impress you know my thinking and and all the rest of it I will in fact say hey this is not a topic I want to talk about can we shut this down if the people want to keep talking about it I'll just leave I'll get up and leave I don't have to sit there and engage in this and I think too often people love these discussions because it makes them feel intellectual but the other thing is why do I need to force feed you all of this information to change your belief? Because your belief or your thinking is your belief or your thinking. You're entitled to it. So what's the point of arguing about politics? Is it to ensure that your view is the same as mine, even though it's currently different? And then if so, why does that matter? Why do we care? Why, why do we argue about this stuff? Why do we care what such and such things? Why do we care? And then why do they care about what we think? When it comes to other things, like um, I was chatting with a friend about some basic stuff the other day and I'd shared information and that person had ignored the information, then been given the information very recently. That's overly frustrating because you feel like you're wasting your time. You've given someone, it's almost that moment of, oh, I told you so, because you've given them that information. They've proceeded anyway. And then looking back, they now receive that from somebody else and they go, oh, yeah, okay. But I gave you that information. That's more so frustrating for me. You say to someone, hey, that that's how that's going to end up. Like, I pre-warn you now. That's the more frustrating for me. Rather than someone just having a different view of, of anything in the world right it, it comes down to things like religion I'm also not comfortable really diving into religious based conversations religion is the source of war death destruction devastation I don't want to talk about that I don't want to talk about my beliefs my beliefs are different to your beliefs money is another one I, I don't like talking about money I don't like talking about oh I earn this much cool good on you that's fantastic that's great <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's, it's just one of those topics for me that I find very difficult. I really do believe just live and let live, right? Just, just let people do their own thing. Just let them do and believe what they want to believe. But, you know, coming back to the referendum, the result is not what 40% of the population wanted. And I understand that that can be very upsetting, but I think we need to, um, accept the majority and, move on to the best of our ability and look at other concessional ways that voice can be um, heard, considered and factored in. 
like I said, I'm not going to share my vote. It doesn't really matter. Um, doesn't matter either way because the decision has and was made. And like I said, the Constitution is something that really it's very difficult to change. And I think there were changes in the past that and they were very minor, very, very minor changes. So actually getting the momentum behind you to, to actually change a document that's been around for that long is very difficult. I think a big part of it all also comes from mutual respect, you know, respecting the people that were here on the land before, you know, the others came in and vice versa so I think um I think if we just start there with a bit of respect we might start off on a good journey um but you kind of can't get hung up on the decision it's outside of your control it's like anything that's outside of your control you can't cry or throw a tantrum or get angry you can't impact it you can't change it so you literally just have to be like okay well that's shit but there's nothing I can do about it it's like those things when you're you know up late at night excessively worrying are you worrying about something that you can you can physically touch and change probably not what's the point in worrying then if you can't control it anyway an interesting landscape for Australia at the moment um interestingly worldwide and what kind of impact this might have on similar countries or circumstances whether we're setting some sort of precedent that we don't know that we're setting um maybe we are instigating something with a with a another country like new zealand or whatever it might be because they're so close and we're so similar i don't know but i definitely don't like talking about politics i just urge everybody to really get information that's sound solid information it's able to quantify the argument that you're having and i think if we do that through reputable sources we definitely end up in a different place anyway that's my thought on the referendum politics more broadly and that's it for today i thought it'd be nice just to do a short and sharp episode um i will be back next week with something fun but in the meantime you can connect with me via my socials at aesthetic vibes podcast drop me an email at aesthetic vibes podcast at outlook.com drop by my website aesthetic vibes podcast.com drop by my tiktok dr ames kelly um that's probably it for now i really hope that you have an excellent week and i look forward to seeing you next time bye guys (laughs) 